Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Whether it's the legendary lionesses, grassroots or expert analysis of the women's leagues, Women's Football News has it all covered. A brand new monthly magazine packed with news, interviews and expert opinion. Don't miss Women's Football News. Pick up a copy today from participating retailers. Women's football is here to stay, and so are we. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm your host this week. I'm Tom Canton, Arsenal writer at football.london. I'm not Andrew. I wish I was Andrew because Andrew's on holiday right now. So lucky, lucky him. However, it does mean that Andrew's sadly not around to record your view from the opposition podcast this week. Uh, And so I'm here on a solo mission to give you my thoughts ahead of Arsenal's game against your fine selves at St. James's Park. I was at the game last season. I can tell you I was deafened uh, by the atmosphere. Newcastle is, is certainly an amazing city to visit. It's where I went on my stag do and I can attest it to being a wonderful place to go to watch football as well and an annoying one for your ears as well because my goodness me, you guys and girls know exactly how to make some fantastic sounds in that brilliant stadium. Uh, now, from an Arsenal perspective, of course, Andrew's sent me some questions in which he's sent into for me to give you guys the best uh, potential, I suppose, feeling and feel around Arsenal and, and what we might be uh, expecting from an Arsenal kind of point of view. And of course, I'm going to try and do my best to give you that. So in terms of the form, Andrew wants to know about that um, and how we've we've been getting on this season. Well, we are unbeaten in the Premier League, but I suppose the, the memory that rings hardest in the mind right now is the most recent one, which is Arsenal losing in the League Cup, opening up a fantastic opportunity, of course, for the Magpies to go on and potentially win a trophy this season. Manchester City and Arsenal and Spurs all out of that competition now. But regarding kind of Arsenal, we did change things up quite a lot. There was a lot of changes from what we would expect to be our best 11 and certainly 11 that we expect to play against Newcastle this weekend. Um, But that said, the performance was still very disappointing. Even when Rice and Saka and Martinelli, etc. came onto the field, there was just something lacking uh, from that Arsenal team. It was I don't want to say it was as if like they didn't care about going out of the competition, but there was a real lack of urgency. They dominated the game. Mikel Arteta certainly pointed that out to me in his press conference on Friday morning. But uh, it was a lacklustre display that really did kind of, or was rather kind of void of, of any kind of attacking verve or edge. And Arsenal will hope that it's not affected things too much because in the Premier League, as I say, we're unbeaten. We've had some fantastic results like beating Manchester City. And recently, as, as recently as last weekend, in fact, we won 5-0, of course, against Sheffield United, in which Eddie Nketiah got a hat-trick. Now, Arsenal approached that game very differently to how I expect them to approach this game because Newcastle are, of course, a far, far tougher prospect for the Gunners than what Sheffield United are. Last season, Newcastle were, I think for the most part, very impressive despite not scoring or winning the game. And Arsenal had to ride out something of an early storm. There was that controversial penalty decision that was overturned when Kivio had deemed not to have handballed uh, a strike. But Arsenal eventually 
got the lead through that Martin Odegaard goal from range. Uh, and that really sparked something of belief in Arsenal. And I think if Arsenal take the lead, and they'll try and look to do that as early as feasibly possible in this game, to have something to latch onto, that is going to be their best chance. I feel if Newcastle get the first goal, it's going to be very, very difficult for Arsenal to get something from this game. And you can easily see the, momen uh, the momentum building, like we did a couple of years ago when Newcastle, of course, beat an Arsenal side that were trying to get into the Champions League. And that defeat obviously effectively gifted Spurs the, the chance of getting into top four over Arsenal. Very disappointing day for Arsenal indeed. And I expect, depending on kind of the last two times Arsenal have gone up to St. James's Park, it could go one of either way. It's really on a bit of a knife edge. And there is expectation, of course, for both sides going into this game, especially with Arsenal being unbeaten and especially with Newcastle trying to push again for those top four places. So I think Arsenal will certainly approach this game with a relative amount of caution. I think that'll be shown in the lineup. I think Tomiyasu, Jorginho, we might see added to the likes of, of Rice in midfield. And so therefore being a little bit more defensive than they would have been with Zinchenko, who actually started the game last year. In terms of Arsenal's strengths of what you should be looking out for, they're pretty obvious, I think, to most fans right now. Bakaya Saka, Gabriel, Martinelli, Martin Odegaard are the key ones. But Eddie Nketiah will be starting up top, I imagine. Gabriel Jesus, of course, is injured and out for a fair few weeks. He did start that game at Newcastle last season. But Eddie Nketiah, fresh off the back of a hat-trick, as I mentioned earlier against Sheffield United, he's got sky-high confidence right now. And if Arsenal are able to get the ball into the box, into those really dangerous areas, you can bank on him finishing those chances. That is what he is known for the most. That said, he showed us some variation in the goals he scored against the Blades with that long-range strike. Will he score another? I guess we'll have to wait and see. In terms of the weaknesses for Arsenal, it's a little bit difficult. I suppose in midfield, without Thomas Partey there, uh, you could argue that whoever comes in to replace him has their, their deficiencies. Jorginho can be turned uh, very quickly if you've got players like Bruno Guimaraes or Willock, etc., that can progress the ball. Jolinton, of course, as well. I think Arsenal may struggle if, if Jorginho sorry, is in there and gets turned on the transition. If not Jorginho, you'd imagine it would be Kai Havertz that comes into play alongside Odegaard and in front of Declan Rice. Uh, if Havertz does indeed start this game, there's a lot of emphasis on him to try and show what he's capable of. He's not yet really been able to do that so far this season. And he, again, similar to Jorginho, if you turn him, if you can get... Uh, going on the transition, you can leave yourselves, or Arsenal in this case, exposed. So I think the midfield is is where the key battles will be. I think with Tommy Asu coming onto that left-hand side and starting this game, I imagine that he will. That does help with the vulnerabilities that Zinchenko would have opened up had he have started the match. But maybe that's not one side still to look out for without consistency in that area. And David Raya is perhaps still a little bit of a weakness for Arsenal. If you pressure him, if you force uh, players onto him while he's trying to play out from the back, that has opened up opportunities for Julian Alvarez against City and, of course, Cole Palmer against Chelsea. In terms of looking at the Newcastle side of things and uh, kind of what we would be looking forward to, or who am I looking forward to, I suppose, to see the most? Well, there's always an element of uh, regret. There's always an element of uh, envy when it comes to watching Bruno Guimaraes. Of course, Newcastle fans will be all very well in the know about how much Arsenal were very keen on the player. I think there was a lot more made of the fact of when in that January window he signed for Newcastle about how much Arsenal wanted him in that specific window. And I think a lot more was made of it than actually there was. Arsenal never really made an approach, to my understanding, for the player in that window. And Newcastle had a relatively free run at the player. But my goodness me, I wish Arsenal had because he has been absolutely excellent uh, for yourselves, as you all very much know. I'm teaching you to suck eggs at this point. Um, but certainly I, I'm expecting another top performance from him. Being on four yellow cards, 
I was kind of a, a little bit of a fingers crossed that you might get another yellow card last weekend and be suspended for this fixture. I think you can imagine my reasons as to why I would want that. Um, sadly for Arsenal, that wasn't the case and he will be available for this game. But there's a lot of injuries in that Newcastle team that we're very well aware of. Isaac, the big loss. Murphy, of course, who did really, really well in the game uh, against us last season as well. Also missing and, and you know the rest, uh, Harvey Barnes, Anderson, etc. So they're going to be big losses as is Tenali. Um, this is another Premier League game and will do for the next uh, up to 10 months that that ban is. So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what Callum Wilson can do to a degree. Uh, it's difficult to say who am I looking forward to seeing. It's when Andrew asked me these questions. I'm like, who are you looking forward to seeing play against you? Well, no one, Andrew, really, because I don't really want to see anybody do too well. Of course, I'm looking forward to seeing Joe Willock, uh, potentially in the mix zone after the game. It's nice to see Joe, of course, formerly of Arsenal. I think Arsenal are still relatively happy with the £25 million that they got uh, from yourselves for Joe Willock. Uh, I don't really see how the pathway for him would have developed too much more, especially with how Arsenal have gone out and bought the likes of Fabio Vieira. Kai Havertz, of course, has come in. Smith Rowe has developed to a certain standard. Uh, and Erdegaard, of course, starts all the games as well. So it would have been very, very tricky, I think, uh, to see a pathway for Willock at Arsenal. But it's great to see him succeeding. He's obviously been away with that injury for quite some time and he's going to have an impact, I imagine, in the game. But I think so far, and I don't want to tempt fate too much, um, but when he has played against Arsenal since leaving, he's not necessarily had a massive impact. I remember that nil-nil at the Emirates last season. I remember other games as well. But I haven't necessarily been too concerned about him, but I could be. I'm going to touch wood now because uh, I could be tempting fate quite considerably. Newcastle are a side, I think, who maybe after last season, the expectations around the club have risen significantly. And there's a very similar story for Arsenal as well. You know, Arsenal weren't expected to compete for the title last season, and that's exactly what they did. Um, and I think that both sides now have, have seen those expectations raised. And I think maybe fans are expecting more. Um, Arsenal, of course, sit joint on points with City, but still not top at this stage, but did beat Manchester City, as I mentioned. Whereas Newcastle, they have perhaps dropped more points than maybe some people expected them to at this stage. And I know that certainly inconsistencies in the 11th due to injuries and bans, of course, now as well have maybe affected things. But this this game is really important for both teams. A win for either side, I think, would be a massive catalyst for either team's season. Um, if Newcastle were to win, that would push them onto a really strong run going up to the Christmas period. And for Arsenal to get another win at Newcastle, of course, would again, I think, come against the odds. I think you would probably put Newcastle as slight favourites, actually, for this game, even with the injuries as well, just because of how strong of a presence uh, you guys create at St. James's Park. It's such a difficult place for teams to go to. And of course, I think, I think potentially, I might be wrong, I think that you're unbeaten there as well this season, which, of course, is a massive, massive challenge for Arsenal to try and overcome. But they have done it. Um, so from an Arsenal perspective, I'm, of course, hoping that they do that. I'm excited to get up to Newcastle. I'm excited to see uh, plenty of you guys, I'm sure, giving us plenty of stick uh, during the game. Um, but uh, it's always an absolute honour to go up to Newcastle because I think it's a fantastic stadium and ground and, and, and group of fans. One of the friendliest cities I certainly have the pleasure of visiting every single year. In terms of a score prediction, because Andrew's mean and wants to make me you know, pick a scoreline, I'm going to go, I'm going to be safe and go for the same score line of last season from an Arsenal point of view. So I'm going to go 2-0 Arsenal, uh, goals from Martin Odegaard, Eddie and Ketia. 
Uh, I think if Arsenal keep a clean sheet again, it would be one of the biggest achievements that they could do in the Premier League this season. But certainly, I'm not underestimating what Newcastle can do. I'm very, very uh, well aware of their threats and uh, certainly hoping that maybe we can dampen them somewhat. I wish you the best of luck for the rest of the season. Not on Saturday, of course, uh, or when we have the reverse fixture next year as well. But I do wish you the best of luck next season. I think Eddie Howe's done a fantastic job. As I say, there's always a certain connection I've got with Newcastle because it is one of the friendliest places and one of the most enjoyable places it is to visit on the Premier League calendar. Stay safe. Stay well. Thank you for having me. And uh, Andrew will be back with you very, very soon indeed. Have a fantastic week.